All right. Not feel good people. Hey. Back again. I don't know who missed who more. Me missing the mic or the mic missing? <laughs> I fucking, uh, oh, that feeling when you just get over your hangover, when you get over like the hump. It's a nice feeling. Hell? Yeah. When you feel like you can get out of bed finally. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. usually it precedes a nap. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Usually. I'm out for the entire next day. Yeah. No matter how much I drink either, I think it's like it's like a mental thing with me. Even if I just have like three beers the night before the next day, <laughs> I'll, I'll feel like I need to sleep all day. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It, it's for sure. I don't know what it is. Oh, I'm just going to adjust your pre Hey. Um, could be like the alcohol gene or something. <laughs> I don't know. Could be anything. Could just be booze. I don't know. Matt, or no, Shane... Matt Chase, Shane Gillis calls it like the depression goblins too. Right. So you hung over the depression goblins come for you. Yeah. They try to get you, dude. Mm. You can't you can't let them get you. No fucking doubt. Oh. Fuck, man. Uh last night was crazy. Right, right. So how do you want uh I've been saving this story Kay. in the pike. Uh let's get into it. Uh last night we did like uh a jam. Mm-hmm. A band practice at Aaron's place, and we were drinking and stuff. And then Aaron rounds, yeah, yeah. And then uh, I think I'm trying to decide, like, if this is the thing that caused it. I'm not sure. I think I might have. Oh, okay, we're jamming, and uh-huh. uh, it might be the catalyst, I guess, for it. Yeah, if I'm really thinking about it. Um, we're jamming and I kind of went to like cross over to like where Marchuk was. Right. And I, uh, I like trip over the cord, his keyboard and his keyboard goes flying. Oh, was no. since. And so I think maybe that was, that was the catalyst for it because we, we, We're wrapping things up, and we're supposed to jam at Marchuk's place next. Yeah. And uh, he, like, kind of said something along the lines of, like, yeah, just so you guys know, like, when we practice at my place, mm-hmm. we're not going to be, like, fucking around like this. This is too much, like, I guess because we hit chit-chat and stuff in between songs. and Right, right. Drink. Drink, and, yeah, and he's just, like, he, and it was just so weird. It was so, when people try to bring that stern dad energy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to a relaxed space if that makes sense right yeah and uh we're packing up and i was just drunk enough to be like hey what the fuck did you mean by that mm-hmm. like i just got into it i was like do you not like us like what the fuck's going on right and he uh oh man it was such a weird response he kind of like got into this like well, I don't like you guys, but I don't like anybody. Uh-huh. So it wasn't that big. And it, but it was just so fucking weird. And then uh, I brought up about how him and... Because we're, we're just drunk and I'm like, fuck it. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to start bringing shit up now. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I brought up how him and Daryl are constantly butting heads. Uh-huh. I even brought up, I'm like, I think it's because you two are both like autistic and you argue over stupid semantic things. Right. And that was funny. And then he was saying, but he got, he started getting really combative. And it was like, you guys aren't as funny as you think you are. Talking uh-huh. to me and Aaron. 
uh, it was so fucking weird. And then he, he was leaving and, uh, I was like, uh, I think I was like mostly done my whiskey at that point. So I was like, Hey, can you give me a lift to the, was he drinking? Yeah. Right. Like, Hey, can you give me a lift to the liquor store? He's like, yeah, sure. Because uh-huh. he's leaving anyways. Mm-hmm. So get, but it was like, cause it felt as weird as that little confrontation was, the things felt like they calmed down a bit, I think. Okay. And then he gave me a ride, came back. He said to come back in. I think when we felt guilty or something. Mm-hmm. So he was hanging out and we we're watching uh, inside the Bo Burnham special and stuff. And then it rewatching it. Yeah, yeah. We took some are... mushrooms and stuff. Okay. And we we're just like, it's just, it's like a really pretty special, the lighting and stuff. So it was kind of, it just for some reason that special really works. Especially a lot of love, a lot of love to Bo Burnham. Yeah, gave him tw- two views, two views, dude. Double view, double viewings. Um, and then we go downstairs and it gets fucking really combative again with it. it's so weird because i've always been like kind of defensive for marchuk because uh-huh. in my mind i'm like he's just a shy guy yeah introvert and it turned into like this weird thing where he is like he's like the reason why you guys are so happy is because you're so stupid and like <laughs> like like it was fucking mine he tried I, I wasn't at one point i just went upstairs so i couldn't handle it yeah it was like too much negativity for me. Um, and I was upstairs and then uh, Aaron said Marshall was like trying to fight Daryl. They're, they're trying to fight? Well, I think Marshall was trying to antagonize Daryl into getting like shitty with him. And Daryl uh-huh. was like a Buddhist. Monk. It was wild. It was fucking wild. Right. Daryl's like a Buddhist monk because Marshall just, I remember he would like poke at him and say mm-hmm. shitty things. And Daryl would just kind of like, and yet you're still here, Marchuk. <laughs> <laughs> it's me and you here in the same bed. It was almost like a, like yeah, like a monk, right? Like just kind of. I've never seen one like handle anyone like that. It was so. It was fucking crazy. Yeah, that sounds like a shitty, shitty night. <laughs> it was that five, awful. like from min, like fuck, man. He left around midnight, and then when he came back, and then. It being antagonistic, it was like five hours. Right. He, left a, he gave me a ride home. I, don't remember, I was blackout drunk. Right. I don't know what I fucking said to him on the ride or anything. <sighs> Sounds like everyone was going at everyone. No, it was Marchuk going at us. I don't know. <laughs> the stuff you just said that you said to Marchuk was pretty bad. Well, I was just... No. I mean, I think it was fair play for what he was dishing out. Like, it was pretty... He was like... He was saying weird stuff. Like, he's like, I hate fun. I don't think, you know, like, mm-hmm. and we're like, what does that even mean? You hate joy? Mm-hmm. Like, what does that, what does that mean, man? Sounds like he was too drunk and going through something. I don't know. I don't know, man, but it was fucking weird. And now there's like, there's a definite rift feeling. Right. Like, I don't like. It, yeah, it sounds like, like it. But it was like, yeah, man, it was so, he was how so will, antagonistic. Well, okay. How, how bad was it when he said next week when we're at my place, none of this stuff. How bad was that? Well, that wasn't too bad. That was when we were, before we were packing up, he was just kind of like... And then how hard did he come at him when you're like, what the fuck did that mean? I didn't really. I was because like, if I, someone... No, I, if, I kind of approached like, hey, man, do you not like us? Because if someone kinda, asked me that, that would set me off for the rest of the night of, okay, yeah, I don't like you motherfuckers. Like, and yeah, if you want to ask like, me that... Why would you say something like that at the beginning with? You know what I mean? Like... Yeah, I don't know. That's... Uh, I get it, though, but you know, I've heard you say that, too, of how you wanted some... Not not with this specific things, but how sometimes jams weren't serious enough, and you wanted to uh, 
you know, get more yeah. productive active jams. Yeah, I get Sounds it. Sounds like the alcohol was just a bad mixture and all of it. Maybe. I don't know, man. But it was like, he was like going on how he hated Daryl. Like, what was it? To come back. And, he's like, and, he, and I remember he said something. It's like. That sounds so awkward to. Were you upstairs by yourself when they were downstairs? For a while, I think. It's hard to tell because I was pretty. I was blackout. That but, sounds awful. But like. Uh, like he's talking around and Daryl and he's like, it's painful to listen to you guys talk sometimes. Like, like it was just so fucking what? So much of it was us not saying anything. And you guys are just like sitting around kind of in like a circle. Yeah. And Lauren's like, why don't you just kick him out? If someone was being that antagonistic, I'd be like, get out of my house. Like you don't have to hang out. Right. Like we're supposed to play video. We're supposed to play video games. That didn't happen. Mm hmm. Like, yeah, it was just a weird fucking night of. That sounds weird. Yeah, that sounds like a f- fucking. Sounds like a short made to make you feel uncomfortable. Oh my god! Short dude. film. That sounds like a t- test of endurance. Sitting there, it was crazy. It was oh. like really crazy. He was like, I wasn't there for this, so I mean, but like, Aaron said, like when he's trying to get Daryl to fight him, he was. Stuff. and we're like what the fuck you may, maybe you shouldn't put that on the podcast i've said i've said shit when i'm drunk that I guess, is uh, too much i don't know if uh, that i don't know if that's worth putting out there someone that you like it's nine minutes 42 seconds um how the fact that he stayed and was antagonizing uh just Aaron and around just sitting there antagonize them is so fucking strange very strange strange also, move how funny would that have been if they gone to a fight him and Daryl? Well, it's like Daryl didn't give it like, I, you know, Daryl, man, he's not an emotionally involved guy, but it was like, no, and he can take a lump better than anyone. <laughs> yeah, it's true. He's the, he's the wrong guy. Dude. His grandma recently died and he didn't flinch. <laughs> <laughs> he's fucking Iron Man. Yeah, dude. It's, it was crazy. I, mean, I felt bad for him. I wanted to defend my friend at the same time, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that sounds like an awkward conversation. And we're supposed to jam his place next week. And Aaron's like, gotta be honest, man. I don't know if I want, if it was going to be just the serious show of like, all right, next song, next song. I don't know if I want, like, I mean, the conversation needs to be had, I think. Right. Because it was just, but it was just wild, man. I haven't been through anything like that, like ever. Where it's just like, it feels almost like a think you know a guy kind of scenario. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's shitty. It makes me think to just how wild some of these bands really were and how much fucking crazy it must have been when you hear about these classic bands where people in them hated each other. Straight up with just fucking, they Fight. couldn't look at each other, yeah. you know? Like, I can't imagine. I think Cheap Trick's like that. Is Cheap Trick like that? I fucking. think so. I'm pretty sure. Like, it's... Well, man, I, yeah, it's like, I always think it's weird. I mean, I guess it's because I'm just so friendly like, like, with my bandmates. Like, I, for me, like, part of, part of, I mean, that's kind of why I'm like, part of it is the hang. Yeah. For sure, for me. Yeah. I like the hang. Yeah. Um, so when you see, like, people in bands, like, when we're not on tour together or practicing, like, we don't see each other at all. Right. That feels strange. I've I've heard Chief Trick say that, that's which weird. made me think. I mean, you know what I mean? Don't you think that's weird? That is weird. But even the people that they do hang out with, it's like like the band. 
Like it sounds like Robbie Robertson, like they were just pissed at each other. It's like it sounds like they hate each other. Because it's like, well, not even that, but it's like, imagine how frustrating it would be to hang out with someone who's nodding out on heroin and you're trying to get an album done, <laughs> and he's driving, he's driving around the street, like crashing his car and shit, and like how much stressful that would be. Yeah, like Sid Vicious. I mean, just Sid Vicious and Johnny Thunders are my favorite guys around. I can't imagine what it must have been like to actually hang around them. Right. Yes. Johnny sure. Thunder sounds like he was always blackout whining about life. Yeah, and yeah, 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 like yeah. crying in an insane oh, amount. Sure. But also like very um there's a thing where it's like like he he had a pretty massive ego on him too. Yeah, right. You know? Yeah, yeah. I can't imagine how some of that shit must have played out. Or to be or to be like the bass player in Oasis and sitting behind right. Noel and Liam on the tour bus. <laughs> that must have sucked. Just, like looking at your feet <laughs> right. while they fucking yeah. almost fight each no other. No cell phones. No cell phones. Yeah, that's a good point. No <laughs> cell phones, man. That would suck. <laughs> right. Even worse would be the early days when it's like they're just in a van. Yeah. Oh my god. And you're like, it's like right in your face. That sounds that sounds awkward though. That sounds like the emotion was awkward. I just oh, and you guys were on a bit of shrooms like, too. The, I've had this weird thing. I'm like, what the fuck did we do? Right. And you guys were on a uh, bit of a uh, shroomy too. You said, yeah, I took I took like a cap and a stem. <sighs> that makes sense. So I was like weirder. lost in my mind. Yeah. I was like so drunk, and I was, like I'm pretty sensitive to, to shrooms. Like, yeah, it doesn't take a lot for me to go fucking. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. Your mind's already, yeah, proactive. Yeah. Um, Oh, it was the opposite. I can just imagine that too, because that the emotions just come out like a movie when you're on shrooms too. So the fucking how much that that magnified everything that was going on must have just been like a horror movie. That was crazy. I started. I said we, me and him, started going back and forth about DMX. (laughs) <laughs> really yeah because i was talking about because we watched that woodstock 99 yeah. doc and i was shitting on that journalist who was the oh right we watched the woodstock 99 doc and there's uh they put two journalists the most people who talk in it are two random journalists mm-hmm. they give the credentials i think new york times maybe uh, yeah i think the black but they're the, the new most york times. insufferable ego-filled fucking people yeah. the black guy in it looks like a fucking white guy in blackface it's weird he looks so much like a he yeah. looks like a white guy yeah it's, it's fucking very weird unreal yeah he is i i don't i don't think he has any black friends that guy. <laughs> i don't know <laughs> definitely not. I, don't, I think he lives the whitest life <laughs> anyways uh you're getting into it about dmx yeah i but i can't i think what it was is i was so drunk i don't think i really got what he was saying either mm-hmm and, but because uh, I was like shitting on that journalist, and I think he was, I think he was defending him. I'm like, that's crazy, dude. That guy, because what we're talking about, how in the dock, DMX hits the stage with Stock 99, and he's just, I, apparently it was like a great performance, like a big, a standout performance for him. Looked pretty rad, yeah. Yeah, and it was like he had total control of the crowd. I think it was, was it Questlove? Yeah, yeah, Questlove, and also I think the singer of The Roots. Okay, and they're talking about how the DMX is like the height of his powers. Yeah, and because uh, I think the interviews with them must have been post mortem because it sounded yeah. like he was talking about him post mortem. Yeah, where did. he was like talking about like his whole career almost mm-hmm. as a span and how that was just a fucking fire moment for him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, what was that? Oh, and then the journalist comes on and he's <laughs> like, 
there's this one song where the n-word is like the chorus and it's like yeah. a call and response yeah my n-word yeah 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 and the audience and goes my like n-word cutting back to the audience and this journalist is like he gave license <laughs> to thousands of white people to shout the n-word and it's like and he's like going like making up stories essentially like making up completely fictional stories as if they for sure happened yeah which is the crazy part to me where he's like what if there was a black guy with his white friend there and his friends looks over and his friend shouting the n-word how's he supposed to feel about him after that and you're like what are you what nonsense and like what fucking gibberish everyone was so flippy floppy like that guy who just the black guy who um the journalist who was just like Everyone who there came for Limbiscuit when DMX was on, he's like, everyone came there because they knew he was going to sing that song, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they like, that's crazy. They wanted him. They were waiting for him to sing that song just like so they could yell out the call and response. <laughs> that was just absolutely right? fucking nuts. And man. it was it was weird because I was wondering what the it's a fun documentary, but I was wondering what the even the documentary Tarion was trying to get through because it's like there's so much contradictions too it'll be a talking head like just without example perfectly there and then the next talking head will be someone contradicting the last guy like it'll be like the guy from the roots being like it was such a fucking amazing performance and then immediately go to the next guy talking about how problematic performance it was (laughs) it was so it was so weird it was really fun though have you heard did you hear about the 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 baby controversy no i i kind of know who the baby is. He's a rap. He's like rapper. a Travis Scott type rapper, right? What's a Travis Scott type? What is, I don't Tra- know. Travis Scott's like the new. He is like the big rapper. He does. Was it like SoundCloud rap? I guess. Right. Okay. But Tra- yeah. he's like just like a big and like mainstream rapper. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like little Nas sure. X. Yeah. Well, definitely not like little Nas X. <laughs> he did some. <laughs> he did some rant <laughs> oh, no. on a stage. The reason why I bring this up because we're talking about Questlove. So okay, okay. but uh. He did some rant on stage about like uh, he's on stage and he's like, "Ladies, if your pussy t- if your pussy tastes like water, put your cell phones up in the air, <laughs> fellas. If you ain't sucking dick in the parking lot, put your phones up." In the air. <laughs> and he's like, and I think he said something like, "Getting diseases, getting AIDS, gonna kill you in two weeks." Oh no! <laughs> and he started just going <laughs> 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 and. Uh, and uh, so, obviously, he got in huge trouble for that, like, just losing money. He got kicked off of Lollapalooza and stuff after that. Holy shit, really? Yeah, which is crazy, because I, I think the Jane's Addiction guys, that's their festival. Oh, really? And there's, like, a very... I remember on a podcast, there's a story about, like... I think it's like Dave Navarro having sex with a 16-year-old at Lollapalooza and stuff. Like, I was going to at the height of their powers. I like, was going to say, do all these big rappers are they known for having very liberal fucking? Well, that, well, that was the thing. Like, that was the thing. Like, there, there, like I was part of it. it was like I see a lot of people being like, yeah, but it's just the ugly truth that no one wants to confront. Really, is like hip hop has it's, it's a homophobic yeah. genre. Oh, absolutely. You know what Big I mean? Time. And it's like openly. So it's like, that's not the, cra- like, you know what I mean? Like he, he should have left it at the sucking dicks in the parking lot comment. He could have got away with that. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. He would be fine. Cause then he could have been like, Oh no, it's just, I mean, it's sucking dick. It's just, you know, it's a metaphor for being lame. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. He, but he, then the best is he did it. Apology. <laughs> he did two apologies. The first apology 
wasn't really an apology. He's like, what I'm saying is, <laughs> my gay fans aren't gross like that. <laughs> he's doing an excuse rather than an apology. Yeah, yeah exactly. He's like, he's like, what I'm trying to say is, my 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 gay fans don't have AIDS because <laughs> they don't do because they don't do suspect like some like they don't do hookups in the bathrooms and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> what world's he living in where gay guys are dying from AIDS all the time? I know, I was going to say, it's not a death sentence anymore. Right? <laughs> I can't remember the last time I heard of gay guys getting AIDS. Yeah. I feel like it's pretty on par of straight guys and gay guys for AIDS these days. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. <laughs> that's <laughs> but, it's wild. Yeah, that's, that's hilarious. It's I, a pretty... Uh, it is, and then, like, of course, point. he got in trouble for his apology, where he was like basically saying that his gay fans don't have AIDS. <laughs> so uh, he came back like two days later, and he was like, "I've, I, you know, life's I, I've been educated, and now I know, <laughs> and I've completely changed one eighty my opinion in two days. I've grown. Like, <laughs> I appreciate the LGBT plus community." Oh no, he's fully uh, reformed now. The baby, yeah, yeah. But uh, Questlove chimed in, mm-hmm. said something about like it just said something shitting on the baby, right, right. And the baby was like, I "Gotta be honest, I have no idea who Questlove is." It's <laughs> 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 so funny. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty fucking funny. Yeah, it's like that's hilarious. That's the funniest. <laughs> that's so funny. That's funnier than his like my yeah. gay fans don't have. That's AIDS pretty fucking co- funny. That's pretty great. Not a, no idea who Questlove is. That that AIDS comment is almost I'm, as blunt as the uh, the guy in the Woodstock documentary. There's like two owners of it. There's yeah. there's the one guy who looks like Eric Weinstein, who yeah. is like he seems humbled enough. He's kind of admitting that it was like a disaster. And then there's another bald guy who's like defending it hard, like putting yeah. the blame on other people. Yeah, on the people. And at and- one point he literally is talking about the girls that were sexually assaulted there. Yeah. And at one point he literally goes in and he's like, I'm not saying you know they're to blame, but if you're walking around naked and you're like, oh man, don't say it. What are you about yeah, to yeah, say? Yeah, like even, at, even people who believe that yeah. aren't stupid enough to fucking say that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he says he's like, you know, you gotta wonder, like, you know, what were you expecting? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just yeah. like, holy I shit! I think he said, like, it's it's partly their fault. Something yeah. like some crazy definitive statement. Something like that. fucking nuts. I couldn't yeah. believe it. It was the craziest thing I've seen anyone do. It was wilder than <laughs> was any wild. Sam Hyde skit I've seen. <laughs> it was fucking wild. It was crazy that. That guy is over. I can't. I can't imagine that guy doing anything else. Yeah, no shit. And they then he, bl- point, he blamed the riots on Limp Biscuit. Fred Durst, yeah. particularly. So it's yeah. Fred Durst's fault. <laughs> and Anthony Kiedis. Oh right, 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 right. And Anthony Kiedis for playing fire. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, because uh, they started burning the place down. There's yeah. fire, and then they played fire by Hendrix. Yeah, and uh, and apparently it has nothing to do with his mismanaged. Uh, <laughs> yeah oh my god it's a fun documentary it's really fun yeah uh there's guys diving so, in shit water 
Yeah, guys which, bathing and shit. Like, cause, which you're like, that's gross. But then you see one guy jumping off the top of a porta potty, landing in like knee deep mud, and you're like, well, what do you expect there? Yeah, exactly. You're like, diving in between porta potties. It's like dude. a muddy thing in between porta potties. Yeah. Like, that's so stupid. Oh, it's so gross. gross. <laughs> At one point, they're tearing down these, like, they had these big uh, murals, these big wooden murals that are of like peace and love and like yeah. very psychedelic. At one point, they just start tearing it down. They start tearing down the murals and, like, kicking it apart. And at one point, there's this guy holding a metal bar, <laughs> and he's just hitting the metal <laughs> scaffolding, just wailing on it. And he's just like, fuck, his hands must hurt so bad. The reverberation from hitting that metal scaffolding is fucking insane, that's, dude. That's it's like fucking nuts. That would hurt your hand so bad. And it's like the hottest weekend ever. So it's oh, yeah. a hot it was like plus thirty five all weekend. <laughs> That's the only outcome was his hands were getting hurt, and the bar that he was holding was getting bent. Yeah, <laughs> he, wasn't, he wasn't damaging anything or nothing. He was just fucking wringing his hands. Oh, and the fucking journal guy, dude. Oh, that was great. So funny. Kind of like the only narrative that they tried to follow. Yeah, yeah. Like the, the going through this guy's journal. Oh, so well, what did he, sh- he shit on? Who did he shit on? Um, oh, he shit on Dave Matthews' band. He's going through yes. all the bands he saw. Yes. And he was like, it was so funny. He was like, Kid Rock got to the stage. <laughs> I am definitely getting that record. <laughs> yeah. He played, he was amazing. He played every instrument himself. <laughs> and it cuts to Kid Rock on Woodstock playing every instrument. It's so funny. Jump cutting between him playing. Like stealing it. all the band, other yeah. band's instruments. Yeah, like, like guitar player still wearing his guitar. And he's playing <laughs> He's it. playing it, still strapped to him. And then he's playing keys. And then he's playing drums. It's so fucking great. Oh, it's like a spinal tap thing. Yeah. It's, oh, it's that like a sketch. Really well. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, oh, Kid Rock great. was there. That's when he did his infamous, I don't get political. But Bill Clinton's a pimp. Monica Lewinsky's a hoe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just like, it's just a pit of my... cheers, great. Oh, it was fucking, it was wild. Yeah, that was. Um, and then, oh, the, the journal guy. And then at the end, he's just talking about he can't wait to hit the Metallica mosh pit. Yeah, That's what he was going there for, right? Yeah. That's why he went to Woodstock was yeah. to... Yeah, mosh at Metallica. And that day he died of dehydration. <laughs> he was like dehydrating and they thought he was overdosing. So they fucking electrocuted him. Yeah, they put the paddles on him. Oh, oh, how much god. would that fucking suck? Oh my god. Get well, dehydrated. That's ridiculous. Electrocuted. That's fucking ridiculous. Oh no shit. Can't they be sued for negligence or something? The paramedics? Probably. Like yeah. seems like a that might thing that might have been what killed him. Who knows? Oh yeah, <laughs> it didn't help. I don't think. <laughs> Paddles to his dehydrated body. He's water. Oh my god, that's awful. That was fucking weird. And then maybe the cherry on the Sunday of the whole dog. My favorite part was uh, at the end when there's just riots. The concert's over and they're just basically tearing it apart. It's Lord yeah. of the Flies. They're talking about because like no one had water. Water's like four dollars a bottle. Just shitty, and pe- the, the like fountains people were like, like bathing, bathing in. in. Yeah. yeah, yeah, people were bathing in the fountains and stuff, so no one wanted to drink, drink that water. 
the one guy said like the most water he had the entire weekend was at the very end because they just raided all the food trucks and vendors and that looked fun. Yeah, I would like I would have liked the open food trucks. Yeah, that'd been sick, dude. Right? Yeah. Would went in there grab some Mars bars. They said they just threw the big fire. They just threw throwing frozen pretzels into the fire, and then, and then they even have a shot of that of all the burnt pretzels. <laughs> yeah, in a the, pile. <laughs> the next day it was pretty awesome. Yeah, all the charcoal pretzels. And oh, uh, who had to clean that up? I can't imagine what a fucking mess it must have been to clean up, dude. It must have been crazy. Right? Holy fuck. And then, uh, um, the, yeah, the best part of the dock was at the end when they're riding, the concert's over, and you hear, <laughs> hear feed from, like, the walkie-talkies from the security. <laughs> oh, that was amazing. And the security, you hear the security talking to them, the walkie-talkies panicked and like yeah being like this was when the riots were starting yeah the riots were starting the security like no they lost a lot of their uh guys and stuff too like (laughs) yeah they just walked away yeah there's like fuck this security like i don't know what to do this is crazy man i'm so worried and and then i'll say hey he fucking hears some a rider got a hold of the one of the walkie talkies on the lines. With, hey, 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 you should be worried, guy. <laughs> Such a fucking the most menacing voice. <laughs> it was amazing because I'm pretty sure they were like, um, get to get to stage E. We're getting a van and getting out of here or something yeah, too. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah, sure yeah, it was yeah. like it was like Godzilla escaped and they had like oh an escape God. plan. It was, and it was fucking ridiculous. Oh, it was, so it, was it was the moment where the the maniacs captured the asylum. Yes, it was the asylum taken over by the insane people. It was amazing. It's like that. It was it reminded me of the movie. Um, guy, not Guy Ritchie. Who's a uh, L.A. Confidential? He's like a method, like very. Some character actor um, um, who is also in uh, Momentum. He's a star of Momentum. Oh, uh, Guy Pierce. Guy Pierce, yeah. Guy P. That guy. Remind me of that Guy Pierce movie where he's got to save the president's daughter from a prison in space. Oh, <laughs> yes. Did you and, then, did you and uh, Aaron actually watch that movie? Yeah. How was it? It was good. Was it? Yeah, it was really fun. <laughs> but Decent flick. At one point, the the well, the prisoners take over the prison space. They kill right. all the guards. And there's one ringleader, and he's just like on camera antagonizing the 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 main guy, and he's like singing Irish folk songs into <laughs> the camera. And like, you're not as funny as you think. <laughs> <laughs> you think you're funny, guy Pierce? You're not as funny as you think. Guy Pierce pulls a Daryl. Yeah. Yet here you are on the spaceship <laughs> with me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so watching Daryl just fucking. Oh, oh Daryl had a nice new mustache too. Yeah, he looked. He looked like uh, Russ. Yeah. Your detective. Yeah. Oh, it's a great look on Daryl. He yeah. looks like Russ. He looks like he could just like slip into Fog Hat. Yeah. He could no. He could wait till a guitar player's pissed and then hit him over the head with a hammer, <laughs> take his guitar, and come on stage. No one to notice. <laughs> <laughs> Daryl grabs the mic. Ladies, if your pussy tastes like water, put your phones up in the air. <laughs> Fellas, if you're not sucking dick in the parking lot, getting diseases is going to kill you in two weeks. Put your hands up in the air. Like, two weeks? Two weeks? It was something like two weeks, he said. You get killed from AIDS or something. Just a bunch of old fat guys at the Fog Hat concert. (laughs) 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 You think little baby's like stoked? Think little baby's like now he's got the market share of the baby 
rap fan is base. is Lil Baby a rapper too? There's a rapper called Lil Baby too. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Are they part of the same crew? Baby crew? No, I don't think so. I think there's just two rappers, one's the baby and one's little baby. Just two babies? Two babies, dude. <laughs> Speaking of death, uh, we're recording this the day after uh Trevor Moore all of a sudden the died. The day of, I thought. Uh, last day? night, I think. I think he died Friday night. Oh, uh, what's today? Saturday night? No, no, Sunday. no, Sunday night. Right. I think he di- he died Friday night, and I think it was announced yesterday. I don't know. Kind of like the same days after. That was weird, though. That was a fucking wild. So one. young, forty three. Was it a car accident? No, no, no one knows. Just says uh, accidental. Died after accident. No one knows. No one has a car a, accident. Right? <laughs> no one has a cause of death yet. Yeah, what? I don't know. I don't. I think a car accident might have been reported already, though. You think there would have been someone who'd be yeah. able to dig it up? Fuck, that's crazy. That's like, I don't. That's the way he I was go just. The least. He was just streaming too, like a couple hours before and all. Was that. he? Yeah, it was weird. Oh man, that is fucking weird. It's weird. I wasn't like a massive whitest kids, you know, fan. I was a casual fan, mm-hmm. you know. I seen their big skits. Yeah, yeah. I think if you're, if you're like. My age, like twenty five or older, you definitely know the whitest. You definitely know them. Yeah, you know they were oh, yeah. huge beginning of like YouTube days, especially and stuff like that. Yeah, they're um, massive. Yeah, that was like their bread and butter was the YouTube stuff. Yeah, that's where I saw a lot of their skits. I remember me and Aaron used to watch a lot of them. Right, and they were just um, doing a movie too. Oh, were they? Like, yeah, I think like they just announced they were doing a movie and stuff too. It's right. weird, yeah, because you, I saw a lot of them during uh, COVID. Because they oh, would really? get back together and they were doing like a bunch of streams and stuff on Twitch and oh, stuff. Really? So I would see like, yeah, they were super present again. I remember seeing so much of them in the past year. It was weird, yeah. A lot of people in the comedy community are pretty... Well, he was the most recognizable one too, like I said. Of I... that sketch group, yeah. He was yeah. Like the main guy. Yeah, like I knew who he was. And like yeah. I said, I was a very casual fan. I don't yeah. think I could name anybody else. But he was no. like, yeah, he was like, you could recognize that guy. Oh, he yeah. had that characteristic about him. But yeah, that was weird. That was a scary one. Young, so young, yeah, 41, and just randomly, yeah, who knows, who knows yet, could have fell in his head on a fucking coffee table. Yeah. Oh, my God, dude. Yeah, that's crazy. That's, yeah, that I saw crazy. that, and then, uh, fuck, so many people died. Dusty Hill died. Dusty Hill died, yeah, <laughs> fucking... man. Thank you, Dusty. And then, uh, you see Billy Gibbons' thing about the new bass player? Uh, No. What do you say? I, like, I I know who the newspaper player is. He's like their old roadie. Yeah, dad. Dad met him. Oh, did he? Yeah, yeah. Elwood. Oh, when he was uh, when he was doing setup and stuff for them. Yeah, yeah. And Elwood took him on the bus and stuff, and gave him a few picks and stuff, and they were bullshitting. Crazy. Yeah, he's like telling uh, him. I was like, he told he told a story where I'm like, I wonder if this is true. Mm-hmm. Especially the wording of it, because it's such a written line. <laughs> He's like, Dusty, his last... What's the guy's name again? Dusty Hill? No, the guy who replaced him. Oh, Elwood? Elwood, yeah. He's like, Dusty on his deathbed told me he wanted Elwood to take his place. He said, <laughs> once I'm gone, let Dusty play bass and put the bottom in the top. <laughs> or no, and take the bottom to the top. <laughs> <laughs> Right on. You gonna end it with a little zinger, a little wordplay there? I hope he did. Uh, (laughs) That would have been rat. (laughs) One last time, Billy puts his bass on his stomach. (laughs) (laughs) Spits it. He does the fucking got legs. Fucking 
360 spin? <laughs> One Spins it around on his big tummy as he's laying in bed. <laughs> One last time, Billy. Oh, Bonfire had such a funny fucking bit where they're doing, because uh, they already had their ZZ Top bit where they just do a rambling thing. Yeah. And then go into, like, for LaGrange, is like yeah. you could just say anything, LaGrange. And he's like, they're doing like a around the pearly gates. Hitler's here. Da 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 da. Oh, so uh, funny. Yeah, I, I've I've grown an appreciation, a new appreciation for ZZ Top over the past like two years. I feel like yeah. I listened to them for a couple uh, times. I like some of their tunes. You know, there's like, like I thank you and stuff. Yeah, there's a couple. It's I like I like uh, the early stuff, Trey's Ombres and stuff. I think it's really good. Yeah. Billy Gibbons is a great guitar player, obviously. Uh, mm-hmm. He's like one of those guys. There's like a group of guys that are like, if you're into guitar videos on YouTube, like, it's like all I watch pretty much is just videos about guitars and right. guys who do like guitar techs and yeah, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, or like just, or just like, it's weird. It's like this weird YouTube subgenre of just musicians like that do things like, sorry, neighbors getting rowdy. <laughs> um, like top ten lists and shit like that, just regular YouTube bullshit, but it's music yeah. oriented. And it's like Billy Gibbons is one of those guys that everyone universally talks about his tone and stuff. John Mayer is one of those guys. People on the internet love John Mayer. Yeah, he's so really? big with the guitar community, like guitar heads, like gearheads and stuff. People love his tones and his fucking like. It's weird. I'm not. Is, I'm not a John Mayer guy. Huh? Like like he's a fucking sleeper hit in the guitar community. Oh, dude, people like it's like people look, have good people technique? see him as like um, people see him as like basically the modern day Clapton. Jesus Christ, really? Yes, is he good? Is he a good? Player? Oh, he's amazing. Like he's actually an amazing guitar player for okay. sure. Right on. Have you heard his new? Sing- he's got like he's I have been. he's got like, his whole new album is just like yacht rock. Oh no, I haven't heard it's that. Very That's funny though. Fucking like it's crazy. It's so To be fair, John Mayer, yeah, I, I don't have anything against John Mayer like I do, let's say, um who's that who's that one guy who used to sing like John Mayer type songs? Really fucking folksy. He had beard, he was kind of a blonder guy. Fuck I hated John that Legend? guy. Not John Legend, he was a white guy. Uh, he sang very John Mayer like tunes, uh, but Blonde guy, beer. I'm trying to think. Very yacht rocky stuff. Very, you know, <laughs> tropical music. and Right. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I, I forget know. his name. He was one of those assholes, though. But anyways. Was he, like, John popular M- around the same time? Yes, yes. He was popular around the same time that Bubbly song was popular. Well, it starts at my toes and oh, gets to my nose. I hate that song Wherever so it goes. He sang songs that sounded like that. He right. was like that guy. Yeah, it's oh, kind of like, like how John Mayer started. He started yeah. off like a weird coup. But where John Mayer, I think, gets... I feel like John Mayer can laugh at himself. That's why I like him. Yeah, I do. He was on Dave Chappelle and stuff way yeah, back yeah, then. Yeah, exactly. He's I think that's why I never hated him. Ties to the comedy community and stuff. Um, oh, oh, man. What was it? Although he does, some, he does do cringy shit sometimes. I remember I saw... Uh, it was an article... To be fair, he didn't write the article. It was an article. I don't know if it was an interview or if it was an article about a tweet. I think it was an article about a tweet of his. Okay. <laughs> but the tweet was very douchey. <laughs> the tweet was like, it was right when that Britney doc came out. Right. And he's like, I just watched the Britney doc and I wept 
openly wept. <laughs> I can't believe what women have to go through in this industry. <laughs> and I just wanted to, I think I said it to someone, one of my friends, and I'm like, the right article should be grown man cries at movie. <laughs> Yo, friend Kevin Smith, dude. Oh my god, yeah, he pulled a Kevin. At least he didn't post a goddamn picture of himself crying like Kevin does. I can't imagine in the throes of tears taking my phone out and taking a selfie. <laughs> That's right? the last thing I want to do when I'm crying. No, it's the ugliest thing you'll ever. You know what I mean? Even a happy cry. It's such a special, intimate moment. Like when you're watching something that's like so beautiful, it makes you cry. Usually it is sad, I guess, but not really sad. Like let's say, I don't know, um, like the ending of Returning the King. Like it's not sad, sad, yeah. you know, but it's that melancholy that gets you crying. Even then, it's such a nice moment that you just, I, I, I like experiencing it. Yeah. You know, I can't imagine trying to take a picture of that moment of like a good, a good cry feels great when a movie makes you cry yeah yeah it's the best right I, and i cry so easily like they <sighs> just i just let them get me every time not, oh yeah I, like, it's good to go it. with it yeah, yeah a good like pixar movie yeah up although the last one didn't do that for me at soul? all soul didn't even get soul me choked just up weird Soul's like a weird existential death movie yeah i think i like the concept so more that i got too busy fucking correcting it in my head of what the movie should have been yeah you know i think right. the concept was so cool that i was like it got too i didn't like the other world the afterlife too much it's too mm-hmm. goofy the afterlife yeah or how serious the real world was yeah yeah i think inside out though i think that was the last pixar one i think that got me choked up yeah. probably that one will get you choked up the bing bong thing is like classic a lot of people cried the bing bong scene right right yeah, yeah for sure no definitely yeah. Other than that, fuck, I feel like we took uh we missed a lot of shit we've been talking about. We're so Sopranos close to the trailer Sopranos. came out. Oh yeah, it looks amazing. Yeah. Did we do, oh yeah, we haven't talked about that, did we? No. Saints of Newark. No, last time we talked was like Colton Colton's podcast. Right. Um Looks great, I'm fucking stoked. Dude, We're close James too. Gandolfini's kid looks like James Gandolfini. It's crazy how much he looks like young James Gandolfini. It's great. It's it is it's amazing. Yeah, it's fucking it's it's pretty crazy. His I dad like Paul would have been proud. I like that uh they're focusing on like a Dicky style storyline. They're focusing on I think, Dickie. I think the trailer was a little misleading showing so much of Tony because yeah. I don't think there's going to be that much of Tony in the actual movie. Oh, really? No. I, I don't think it's going to focus on Tony. You no. Think I think he's the main character? Definitely. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. I don't see David Chase after all these years focusing like heavily after saying he's not interested in that focusing heavily on like tony you know yeah i I think that's going to be more of a ancillary thing yeah um looks fucking great though yeah it does it's very the trailer is very old school mob movie yes yes Um, i like how grayed out it was i like that it wasn't too colorful no had some it's just white man blues to serve somebody yeah yes classic (laughs) white man blues uh I love going back to Satriales and all, like, just, yeah. like, oh. And we're coming up on the end. We're on season six. We're, like, yeah. we're halfway through season six. We're, like, I'm on sopranos, the downward spiral. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's great. So good. The trailer was so good just to see the stuff that they implemented so well after, like, right. watching The Sopranos of these, no you know, shit. big legends, you know, of, yeah. like, just Dickie Maltesanti himself, the character yeah, himself. Yeah, all the rich backstory that you him. have. Yeah, and just like 
Yeah, and just like these moments that are legendary. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But put into a real sense, which Sopranos is great at doing, and now mm. they're going to go back and have that real filter on what it actually looked like is going to be so fun. It's going to just Definitely. add a whole new layer. Because that yeah. show is already so fucking layered, where they're <sighs> so mentioned good. background stuff, and then a background character shows up, you know? Just like yeah. the history of things. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It That's feels. the thing. Like I love all the lore in the series. Yeah, the world building is insane. Yeah. Insane. Yeah. So just to go through that, like <clears throat> even the trailer talking about Tony's, you know, SAT scores and stuff. We were literally just watching the episode where he had the dream about his uh the uh what was it, his football coach. Yeah. Right before the trailer came out. Yeah. It, that was all about his school years and then the trailer's all about like Tony in school and not doing so well. You know? Exactly. Uh yeah. It looks fucking awesome. David Chase hasn't disappointed me either. I got full fucking uh support for david yeah no definitely no david's like even like his uh movies and stuff he did afterwards are all good i love that yeah. movie not fade away it's so good yeah amazing yeah that's yeah. why i got full trust it looks like that too yeah i don't get the people who are like it looks i don't understand what people want like so i think people just like have maybe it's like star wars or everyone just has such a personal experience with sopranos so when they see the trailer it's not what they wanted it to be yeah maybe I get, like, like, if I had to pick apart anything that I don't like is sometimes that I feel like uh, for the main characters, like Tony's dad and stuff like that, they almost, like, pretty casted. They do this a lot where they just take someone who probably should be uglier. I definitely don't see the actor they got as Tony's dad. Yeah. John Bernthal, no. the Punisher. Yeah. Like, he looks like Brendan Schaub. Yeah. He that's the thing. fuck all like Tony's dad. Yeah, exactly. Because I think... Honestly, I think the actor they had in the original Sopranos for Tony's dad looked great. Someone who looks yeah. like him. Yeah. You know and what I mean? Would, Even Junior. Junior's like a yeah. cut model. Yeah. And like for it one, doesn't make sense. For one, I feel like John Bernthal's a darker-skinned guy, and Tony's dad yeah. was a lighter-skinned guy. Yeah. He was a pretty white guy, him and Junior. Yeah. You know, John yeah. Bernthal is a darker-skinned Italian. Yeah. Um, so just right off the bat, he doesn't look right. Yeah. It, well, it's just everyone is so pretty. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's the thing that doesn't make sense to me. I'm interested to see the relationship between Dickie Moltisanti and Tony's dad. Yes. Yeah, what that's like. Yeah, and if Tony's like, what do they have to say about Dickie getting Tony into the business? Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. I can't imagine Tony's. Because we also just watched the episode where Tony's dad, um, he was like, I don't know where me and my dad ever stood. And he was talking about yeah. how his dad sent him on a hit. With Polly Walnuts when he was like 23 or something like that. Yeah. So that's pretty young, right? Yeah. And he sent Tony on a hit, which means he was up or like Polly worked for Tony's dad. So yeah. where was Dickie Maltesante and all this? Was he a capo with Paulie? You know, how yeah. did he fit? Did Tony I wonder if you're going to get see baby Chrissy. I wonder if Dickie's going to get yeah, killed. Yeah, I wonder if little baby Chrissy's born yet. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Maybe that's what gets Dickie killed. Is he brings Tony into the life. Yeah, maybe. You know? That might be it. I wonder if they're going to answer that question if that cop killed uh, Chris's dad or not. Yeah. I imagine we'll see the death of Dickie. That'll be, that'll be a great... <sighs> that'll, that'll probably be a good... Yeah. That'll that feels like button. a logical conclusion. Yes, to That'll be a good button. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah, it looks great. Um, fuck, season six is so good. The episodes are so... If there's one thing about season six, I feel like they're rushing a little bit. You know, yeah. like, um, all of a sudden, what was that one thing? What was that one episode where they said Tony 
was like, oh, where they all of a sudden they're like, Tony, you gotta take it easier on Bobby. But then, like, all of a sudden for that episode, Tony, Tony was super mean. Bobby. <laughs> Tony was, like, the meanest he's ever been to Bobby. <laughs> yeah. We were like, he hasn't been that rough on him Oh, before. no, that's the thing, yeah. And then that the episode, that, he's, that like, felt super weird pretty. for sure because it was just, like, yeah, he makes fun of Bobby, but everyone makes fun of Bobby. And it was yeah. always, like, this lighthearted ribbing. It's, like... No, it always seemed like Tony did have his back and stuff. Yeah, yeah and he appreciated everything he did for June. <laughs> yeah. And then out of the blue, he's just so mean to Bobby. He's like, Bobby almost got shot, and he's like, yeah, well, it was his fault for being out there that late. <laughs> and like, yeah, it was fucking... It was funny. It was definitely episode of the week feeling. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, exactly. So good. Oh, it's ridiculous. It's so um, good. Sopranos is amazing. I'm, I'm yeah. kind of... I'm definitely, I'm already starting to miss it a little bit in the sense that, like, I could see everything starting to wrap up, and I'm like, oh, my God, I don't want it to end, you know? sad, it's sad. It's sad in the same way where it's just, like, same shit that makes me sad in life where I think of episode one of The Sopranos, and it's like, oh, we'll never go back there. Yeah. We can go back there, but you can't really go back there. No. It's a moment in the past, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's bittersweet. And even now, yeah. I don't even want to watch episode one of The Sopranos because it's... I want to stick to current. You yeah, know, I want exactly. to stay in the moment. When did we start watching it? A while ago, weren't we up on the hill? Still? Yeah, we're still in the old house. Right before we moved. How long have we been in this house? Six months now? I feel like we started watching Sopranos a while ago, like early 2020. Yeah. If not if not even earlier, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, I think so, right? Yeah. Crazy. So good though. Mm-hmm. Doesn't feel that long. No. No, not at all. Watched uh, Soderbergh's new movie. That was really fun. Oh yeah. Brendan Fraser's huge now. Oh, that was the weird thing. Brendan Fraser got so fat. He's blowing up. Like I was saying to you before, it was like He's like, Brendan Fraser was like a Hollywood hunk. Yeah. What was the movie called? No Sudden Moves. Yes. Uh, Don, yeah. Che- oh. Don Cheadle. Yeah, Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle, yeah. Uh, Julia Fox, Benicio. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's crazy. He's like, yeah, in The Mummy, he's like the man. Yeah. And, and he, he was George of the Jungle. He's Tarzan. Dad Pretty much, dad, you know? We watched with our dad when we first saw him. Dad was like, what do you, do you say he looked like? He's like, Jackie Gleason? That guy looks like Jackie Gleason. <laughs> <laughs> and then we go closer even... and we're like, holy fuck, that's Brendan <laughs> Fraser, man. Jesus Christ. It's not, not good. It's, and it's like, it's not even, maybe, maybe he did put it on naturally, but it's just been so long since we've seen him. Yep. But it looks like a very unnatural, uncomfy fat. Like he's just yeah. so round. He looks like he feels uncomfortable. Yeah, he looks so bloated. His face is huge. It's Especially ridiculous. in that movie because he wears a lot of suits. Yeah. And fat guys in suits. Some fat guys wear suits well and some fat guys just look stuffy and uncomfortable. He's He's got the tucked in... He's got the tucked in shirt, but it's hanging over. He's got the hanging over gut. Yes, exactly. It looks like you, it looks like he can't wait to get that button up off. Yeah. 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 At he kinda, all times. He, it was a great. It was a really good movie. Way better than I expected. It was fucking amazing. It was so movie. random, and it was just like, man, that's. What I, I was thinking about that like, in a weird way. There's probably so many good movies now with streaming services that just fall through the cracks. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, um, but it was it was really good. But Brendan, yeah, Brendan Fraser looked like he was playing dress up. Definitely, funny. yeah, yeah. But yeah, so no, it's great seeing him with a fat face. He's so pale. 
Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't look good. The guy was Tarzan, for fuck's sake. He does not look good at all. I know, he was George's jungle. Like, he was going... He he was just... He was was wearing a loincloth. Yeah. That was his wardrobe for the movie. Yeah. He was the fucking man swinging on leaves. There's that one scene. Was there a talking ape in George of the Jungle? I think Wasn't so. there a smart one? There's definitely a smart ape that he's friends with. Right. I don't think it was talking. That doesn't make sense, does it? I thought he wore glasses and he talked in George of the Jungle. There's Maybe. a talking ape. Fuck, it's been a while since I've seen George of the Jungle. Isn't there? I was just going to say, though, I don't even know where I was going with this thought, but is, does someone take pills in George of the Jungle? Don't they like Rufy Leslie Mann or does George take pills with the big ape? I don't know, man. I, I feel like, like, for some reason, I, my head... That feels like such a <laughs> 90s thing that you got away with back in the day that just doesn't fly now. I, oh, well, in my head, it's not, I feel like George... I was going to say... I mean, that feels like, sure. I, like, I was going to say, doesn't he get high with the smart monkey up in the treehouse <laughs> off pills? I thought that... I have that scene in my head where they're like all pilled out up in the treehouse and the smart monkey's talking to him. <laughs> so funny I don't, I don't, I, we gotta rewatch george of the jungle dude right i remember you loved that movie yeah i did i really like george jungle i like brendan fraser i loved mummy too mummy yeah you're a big mummy guy yeah mummy was great hey uh hey benny <laughs> looks like you're on the wrong side of the river <laughs> classic <laughs> Oh, now Benny's living it up. Now Benny's laughing at Benny, him. oh, Benny was laughing his ass off. <laughs> Little rats crawling all over him. Oh, remember when The Rock took that franchise over? Remember when he got a yeah. spin-off movie? Yeah. When he was the CGI Scorpion oh, so King? That looked like PS2 graphics. Oh, yeah. I remember, yeah, that look at that movie was gross. Mm-hmm. I remember even back in the day when it first came out being like, this is gross. This doesn't look like the mummy. Yeah. This is all like orange and fucking disgusting. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I don't even remember that movie. I wonder how that movie holds up. I remember cousins loved it. Or like yes, wrestling head, Willie yes. and Danny. They loved, loved the, the Scorpion, Scorpion King. King. Loved the rock, loved the Scorpion King. <laughs> Well, I have to ask Marty, dude. I bet Marty loves Scorpion King. Yeah. He's a rock oh, fucking head. Did I show you that Matt and Shane's bit about the rock? He might have. Oh, it's so good. He might have. Whereas Shane's is describing being hung over and looking at the oh, rock. Oh, yes. Hate, looking yes, at the rock's did. Instagram. He definitely you did, yeah. Just like hating him. <laughs> <laughs> he's a he's like a grown weird. man who takes pictures of himself eating cookies. <laughs> <laughs> Uh. <laughs> oh fuck i cut myself yesterday when i was drunk i don't even know how just bleeding all over the place apparently i left a trail of blood over at aaron's when i went picked up my shit jesus yeah mark chuck come at you <laughs> yeah maybe mark chuck's like fuck you dude <laughs> how fight me that? no i will nobody fight me <laughs> it was so aggressive just so randomly fuck man i can't get over that that it sucks me and aaron are like because he kept calling us stupid was, <laughs> yeah that sucks <laughs> and then me and aaron were like what i saw him yesterday or i saw him today we were talking about a little bit and was, as a goof we kept calling each other idiots <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like, on my way out i get my hug i'm like i love you you fucking stupid idiot <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah that's brutal oh dude it was fucking crazy like i said the only thing I can see is Boozard 
booze being a common yeah it's just weird because now everything's in such limbo now Aaron's like I don't want to go over to his house if it's going to be just serious business the whole time yeah it's awkward like because we're talking about it's like being in a band is like having another part-time job and you got it's got to be it has to be fun or else it's just pure torture. Yeah. If it's not fun, then it's just like, at this point, I don't see any point doing it. At the same time, though, if it's also not productive, it could feel like a waste of time. Yeah, but it's not like we weren't being productive. That's the other thing. Like, we were, yeah. we were chugging along just fine. Yeah. I don't think it's just that, though. You know? Like, I've, I've heard you voice very similar concerns. Yeah. Over, you know, people not taking shit seriously in bands enough. Right. Yeah, I guess so. I just would never say it like that. No, you wouldn't, definitely. You know? So, I don't know. I don't fucking know. There's one dog looking one way, one dog looking the other, and the other guy's looking straight at like, hey, what do you want from me? (laughs) (laughs) That's Daryl. Daryl's looking straight ahead. straight ahead going, hey, what do you want from me? Wait, what the fuck do you want from me? Oh, I felt bad. You're was, stupid. In the middle of my uh, mushroom trip, I was like, Daryl, I don't get how you don't, because he was like, his grandma died recently and they had a funeral and stuff, and he just seemed fine. I was just like, high on mushrooms. Like, how do you not, I don't get it. How do you not give a shit? He's like, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. She was dead a long time ago, kind of. Like, she had dementia. Like, she was just gone for the last couple of years of her life. <laughs> Is that what you want to hear, Brayden? <laughs> are, you, are you happy, Brayden? Yeah. Oh, dude, I feel bad bringing up. She looked at me. She didn't even know who I was for the past five years, Brayden. To be honest, it was a mercy she died. <laughs> Is that what you want to fucking hear? I felt bad for bringing it up in retrospect. <laughs> like after I, when I got sober, I was like, oh, oh my God. When I, w- I woke up drunk, when you wake up drunk and hung over, it's the worst feeling, too. I, got, I can't be blacking out Not at 32. Nice. It's too much. Yeah. I gotta stop. <laughs> I pace myself. It's too much. It's weird, though. That was one thing why the Trevor Moore thing hit me. Because he was like, he was a contemporary, I feel like. Yeah. I yeah. feel like he I didn't know he was that old, to be honest. 43. Yeah, 41. 41. That feels old to me. I know he was 10 years older than me. That's that's how, like, the uh, that's what, like, the last podcast guys are getting up to, 40s. So Mega 64 guys are getting up to. Mega 64 guys are in their 40s? No, they're getting up to that. Oh, <laughs> I just <like>, said. <laughs> they're like Garrett, late 30s? Garrett might be turning 40 pretty goddamn dang soon, yeah. They look so young. Lord. I feel like when I was a kid, when you were in your 40s, right. you looked like an old man. That's the thing. Like you're, you're not that far off either. I'm far enough away. I'm like seven years away, <laughs> dude. That's seven years away from 40. That's crazy. When I think about things that were five years ago, too, like five years seems to go by so fast, and that's half a decade. Like, you know what um, I mean? I think Mega like, 64 guys are like five years older than you. Yeah. So they're like 37 now. Like in five years, be like 37. And that's like three years away from forty. Isn't that, isn't that's forty? Crazy. Yeah, forty is like that's like middle age, right? Yeah, man. Yeah, definitely. If I'm lucky, that's middle age. <laughs> like, seems unlikely, right? That's fucking crazy. Like, how old's dad? Is sixty now? Yeah, yeah, I think sixty. That's still not that old, but yeah, fuck's up there. He made it. 
You fuckers. Yeah. All of you that thought he wasn't going to make it, he made Fucking it. Fucking made it. Whew. Yeah, that's crazy. But yeah, that was weird because he seemed like... I always thought, yeah, he was right on like your guys' age. He always seemed the exact same age, you know? So that's yeah. weird. Fuck, it's weird. Ugh, I don't like it. I don't like the thought of getting older. Yeah. Bugs me, man. Right? Scary. I was thinking, uh, thinking about like how um, the genre of like uh, school movies or school video games or stuff that takes place in school, you know? Yeah. I used to love it as a kid because it was so relatable and stuff now. And yeah. even now, I could, you know, I could. It's fun, but it's depressing because at the same time, like, everyone can relate to it, mm-hmm. but you're never going back there to that thing. Nor, nor, nor would I want to. Yeah. But it's just such a past far away memory. Right. All of that shit. Jesus Christ. That used to be like the main drive of everyone's life at one point, you know, yeah. just getting through the school day. Such like an old, far away memory, and just think about like, like uh, Rockstar's game Bully, where you're in a school and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, I don't even really want to play that. Yeah. <laughs> like, I wouldn't want yeah. it. Like, if a new one came out, I wouldn't want it. Yeah, yeah what's the fun of that? Yeah, exactly. Going back to school. Yeah, fuck that. Or like, even even the idea of like making a movie about people in school now. I'm like, I wouldn't be. I don't know how. I don't know how John Hughes could be forty and be like, I'm going to make a movie about high schoolers. I couldn't. I'm like, fuck that. No way. I like three o'clock high. I like Ferris Bueller. I don't even. I don't need to see another movie about high school kids ever again. No. Although I don't know. Yeah. Actually, I take that back because I love high school shit. Now I'm thinking about it. I'm like, I love Degrassi so much. I can't. Super super bad. There's a lot. Super bad. I just can't do it anymore. Um. I really liked Euphoria. Yeah. Oh, it's it's a fun genre, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, sure. Kevin Smith almost dips into that. It almost yeah. falls into high school kind a of bit. stuff. Yeah, yeah, for sure, absolutely. Yeah, fuck, it's weird. Well, Kevin Smith, like, when he really dipped in, was like he tapped into like the just after high school thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just weird, man. Fuck, everyone gets older, dude. We all. It's like. That was one thing the Woodstock '99 documentary showed, when <laughs> showed like the Offspring. Yeah, oh, oh, <laughs> fucking Dexter pulled the Brendan Fraser dude. <laughs> They're hanging out way too much, going to fucking fudgy, getting fudgy the whales and shit. <laughs> way too much, dude. Uh, <laughs> oh fuck, he's is so funny because it shows them all young, and they had like inflatable, just inflatable. Uh, Guys with uh, they and they tape the oh, right ed, photos of N Stinks guys' heads on them, and Dexter came out with a blow up baseball bat and he's beating them all. <laughs> <laughs> oh. What does he say? Says something about N Sync. Says some bash against N Sync. Yeah, shits on N Sync. Oh, but yeah, yeah. And then just cuts back to Talking Head and he's just inflated. He looks. Like a bag of shit. Yeah. Horrible. It looks horrible. He's Same totally... with noodles, dude. Noodles looks weird. Yeah. Fuck. Oh, yeah. Dexter and Brandon are hanging out. More ribs? More ribs. Yeah, yeah, Going yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Going to Mama Pandas, yeah. dude. Just Dexter. Hitting the officer. <laughs> yeah. I remember Shane said something about that. Going to uh, a buffet and he just goes right to the officer <laughs> machine. <laughs> I was like, 
That was mean, Sunday dude. Machine. That was my favorite part of the buffet was the yeah. fucking soft serve ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> it's a classic story of Brayden. When you go at Mama Panda's, the only thing Dad brings up, like it happened every time. <laughs> yeah, he brings up like I did it every time. Right, and this was even we stopped going to Mama Panda's <laughs> like twenty years ago. <laughs> it's so gross. I yeah. remember going back to one, and it was disgusting. Right, but it, and even that felt like such a big part of my life before it got gross. Even yeah, so it's like must have only went there when I was like four to six. Yeah, and I then immediately, yeah, and then immediately got gross. But it felt like such a big part of my life of like, oh, I remember when Mama Pandas was good. Yeah, but there's a classic story of you coming back to the table and leaving a giant chocolate trail, <laughs> snail trail, <laughs> trail of chocolates on. Because I had this great idea. I was gonna take a plate. Oh my god, the employees must have been watching me. Be like, is he allowed to do that? This <laughs> feels like he's not. He shouldn't be allowed to do that. Where I took a plate, uh-huh. not a bowl. They had bowls by the saucer. I took a plate. Uh huh. And I made like a volcano out of ice cream. And it was hollow on the inside. And I filled it with chocolate sauce. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, the chocolate just leaked everywhere, it leaked off the plate. And it was just a trail from the ice cream station to our table of chocolate sauce. Oh, no. That's so embarrassing. <clears throat> Fuck. Right? Dude. Imagine if Zoe did that. Oh, it would oh, suck. And there's a hot chick over to be there. Fair, I, at, at the age Zoe's at. I wouldn't let her go alone to the ice cream machine. <laughs> I'd definitely watch her back. Yeah, how old is she? Nine. Eight, going turning nine. Yeah. I'd hope if I have a nine year old I'd let him go to the ice cream I machine alone. I've I just I know I know too much. I was doing too. pretty I've seen things go wrong. She just Yeah, no no I know I was so fast. Um Yeah, I feel like when I was eight though, I was doing stuff by myself. Me and you were, at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, definitely. We grew up a little different, though. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Exactly. The amount of times we were just sent outside. I was always played outside. No cell phones, either. No cell phones, too. Used yeah, to it. Yeah, that was the thing with the Woodstock 99.2. You just, like, yeah. lose your friend in the, in the crowd. Immediately creates that emergency, too. Mm-hmm. Before. Like, when we would go out and play, it's just common that, okay, they're outside and I'll see them later. Whereas now, like, if you don't hear from someone, when you immediately reach out to them, you get fucking panicked, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's fucking weird, man. Been playing anything recently? Anything uh, yeah, fuck. I felt like I've played a few games fucking since last time. Fucking motherfucker on my fucking PS5, <laughs> cunt. Um, fucking picked up Yakuza Judgment. Fucking beast of a game, bapa. Um, sort of, it's an old, uh, game, Yakuza game, um, uh, reset on the series, though, where you play as a lawyer, or uh, an ex-lawyer who's a detective undercover cop now. Yeah. Really fun. Really, a lot of fun, funny side quests, like, there's, uh, a trio of th- three kind of, like, sexual predators <laughs> that are on the loose, and, uh, one of them is, uh, one of them, the guy is, like, who's really into spanking, he goes around <laughs> and he spanks girls' butts, one of them's a panty thief. They all have funny names, though, and stuff. There's a character Degrassi that's a panty thief. Right? It's like like that, too. And he steals panties with his drones and stuff. Um, But I felt like I've played something. I beat Ratchet and Clank. That was a really fun game. That was a really good pop-on for five minutes. Play a fucking... Play a game that doesn't need too much thinking, you know? Um, Beat Cyberpunk. Yeah, Cyberpunk. Um, I I wasn't super excited for it when it was getting released, which helped me out in the long run because I got it, you know, 
however long it's been, and it played Vine for me on the PS5. It ran great. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a really fun one, experience. That was what you were waiting for for so long. What? Cyberpunk. No, it wasn't. That's what I mean. No, you were waiting to play it, I thought. No. No? No, I wasn't super interested in Cyberpunk. Oh. That's what I mean. That's why it worked out in my favor. Oh. I wasn't interested in it. So when it first got released, I, I didn't give a shit. I didn't, oh. I didn't care, right? So I heard all the reviews and stuff, and I'm like, must have been sucked up and hyped for that. Mm-hmm. And then when it got re-put on the PlayStation Store, I'm like, I'll pick it up, see how it is. And I'm glad I did. I'm glad I waited like that because I yeah. had such a fucking fun experience. Going in with no expectations, yeah. it was really fucking cool. The story is great. It has a lot of band stuff because mm-hmm. uh, Keanu Reeves' character, who is like, essentially your character is schizophrenic the whole time and you're talking to Keanu Reeves' character. Okay. But his whole thing is that he's a rock star. He was like the biggest rock star before he okay. turned terrorists and stuff. Right. There's, so there's so much like little scenes. It has a cool, like, adult vibe to it so there's so mm-hmm. much scenes where you're like you're playing as canaries in a flashback and you're taking pills in the bathroom before a big show and then you go and play the big show in first person and stuff like that and it's really fun oh, that's or cool. it's just like that sounds awesome or it's like keanu reeves arguing with his bandmates and there's a side quest where they get the band back together and then you oh, know yeah. two band members are fighting because they don't talk to anymore and so you have to pick which one is coming to the reunion show which one you yeah has to get replaced in the yeah. reunion show and just a lot of backstory like that. You're collecting like his records throughout the game and stuff like that. Um, That's cool. It's a fun little little side thing. It's really cool. Then like even the reunion show, that side quest is really fun mm-hmm. because then you go up and then you he's in your body, right? So he plays a reunion show through you. So you get set up at this little shitty bar, like the first bar they ever played a gig at in the lore and stuff. Uh, you just set up a little gig there at like a little like. Uh, um, like Rockwell's like pub and oh, then you go really? there and you play with the whole gig it's really fun yeah you're like getting beers before and stuff so yeah it's like it was I had a fucking I had a blast with it yeah um, I feel like Aaron was the same thing with uh, Mass Effect right he played Mass Effect like way after that controversy with the ending where they I guess they fixed it though I played that too I beat the Mass Effect trilogy too and I played three for the first time right did it feel like the ending mattered? That was a big co- complaint. Was it felt like uh, the ending, yeah. despite all your choices, the ending didn't really matter. What, what side you picked? Um, your choices, no. Like you, you, you just go to the end, and you, no matter what choices you made, you, you have the same three options every time. But I do feel like your choices had an impact on the overall sense of the game and how mm-hmm. stuff progressed to the end. Yeah, like Good the enough. journey, the journey of it. Yeah, and a lot of pre-cut scenes before the end of talking to people who are referencing stuff from the first game mm-hmm. or meeting characters from the first game at the end, you know? Yeah. So, like, I think the end end... It just has that choice where it has to be cinematic. It would be really... It'd be really shitty because you don't want a 12-year-old kid playing the game for the first time to... Mm-hmm get fucked up because he did something in the first game you know, that <laughs> yeah does exactly something like that you know and like well the main com- comes back fuck some the main complaint wasn't it just it no matter what you chose the ending was exactly the same you just had different color like spaceship lights and stuff like oh, that. oh yeah it might have been that was it the complaint been, was like yeah. the, and it was exact same no matter what you did Except for one just had a different, each ending had a different like, color hue to it. I think, yeah, I think uh, there's like different cutscenes. I think there's like three different cutscenes now for the end choice. Because oh, okay. the, end, the ending is the end of the Matrix, essentially. Right. Where it's like machines take over. And then you have the choice of destroy all synthetic life, destroy all human life, or merge them. 
Oh, okay. Which uh, one did you pick? Merge, of course. Yeah. I don't know. Why would anyone? <laughs> it's the obvious choice. You're, you're playing this like Jesus-like character the whole game. Yeah. It feels stupid to get to the last point and you have a crew that's like half synthetic, half organic. It's for someone to pick organic or the other thing. It's just, come on. Yeah. You're supposed to be, you're, you're playing this whole time. You're not going to be a martyr. Yeah. Dumbass. Yeah, yeah no shit. <laughs> Dumb. <laughs> Dumb. Jackass. Jackass. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, like yeah, so it's like it gives you the choice even, but it's like even the middle one is right in the middle. Mm -hmm. Like the other two humans are synthetics. You have to go on a left path or the right path. Uh, Oh, yeah, yeah. So So it feels like the game's pushing you in that direction. (laughs) I feel like, well, yeah, I feel like if you have a conscious and you're like following the story, I feel like it sets you up to a point where it's like, I don't know. Yeah. You know, it's (laughs) like you're going to pick. Oh, yeah, for sure. There's three options, but come on. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so yeah, that was fun. I don't know. I guess I haven't been playing too much else. Nice, man. Okay. Yeah, it's I, good to do a podcast again. Yeah, it's really good. I gotta take a piss. So do you want? Should we call her? Let's wrap her up. Let's watch. Uh, we're gonna watch Suicide Squad. Hell yeah, dude! Fuck yeah! All right, take care, everyone. Take good care. to hear you guys. Absolutely. Well, uh, we got everything set up now, so we'll see you guys again soon. Absolutely, it's good. We got the first gear. We got new gear. Yeah, yeah, it's really nice.